faithandreason.com. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The prophet Isaiah, one of the greatest of all the prophets, had given the people a heads up in terms of signs to look for with regard to the coming Messiah. And among those signs, he says this, no longer shall the sound of weeping be heard there or the sound of crying. No longer shall there be in it, meaning Jerusalem, an infant who lives but a few days or an old man who does not round out his full lifetime. And that was a sign. And here we, we find Jesus back where he performed his first sign in Cana, in Galilee. And lo, a royal official from Capernaum comes all the way from Capernaum to Cana on behalf of his son who is dying. Now, if one of us were to go to the Lord, we would be going to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But back then, the, the word that John uses to describe this official is basilikos, uh, from which we get the word basilica, which is a, a pretty important church. It's a church with tremendous amount of importance and significance. That is what this guy had in the court of King Herod. And yet, he was going to, the way some would view it back then, to a Nazarene carpenter to ask for his help. What tremendous amount of humility that must have taken on his part, knowing that there'd be a lot of ridicule back in court. Courts are famous for gossip, you know, but there'd be a tremendous amount of ridicule that he would seek the help of someone like Jesus. It also shows that Jesus wants to help us all because he could have easily said, you know, from Herod's court, you know, hey, you guys happen to have treated my cousin, you know, I've, I've got a memory, you know, institutional memory, I've got a memory that you jailed him and then you cut off his head, get out of here, I'm not helping you, I'll help my friends, but not you. But the man was desperate and this was his son, his, in a sense, his social security, in an age when there was no social security. Family meant everything. And Jesus at first, it sounds like he's somewhat dismissive. Oh, this generation always asks for signs. Perhaps he was giving this official an opportunity to reaffirm his faith, and the official did. And the Lord simply said to him, go your way, your son has been saved. And there he was, you know, heading back, believing in Jesus's words, that the power of his words could, could transcend geography and could transcend even time. And as he was making his way back, which was a considerable way, his courtiers met him and said, your son's made it, he's pulled through. And of course the time was the exact time that Jesus had spoken to him, which is so awesome. This was a sign that the Messiah was among us. 
And, and, you know, John simply mentions he and his entire household became his followers. Also something in an age in which, you know, let's face it, even today, we all want to belong. And unfortunately, we've got to compete with Hollywood and the media and the public educational system, which tells you you can't belong unless you think like us, unless you adopt a set of principles that we tell you to adopt, and then you get our belongingness and love, one of Maslow's, you know, principles in the hierarchy of uh, self-actualization. This guy didn't care. This guy knew he had found the Messiah. And that is what we prepare during this special season of Lent to give witness to, that Jesus Christ is alive, that his body is living, it is the church universal, and that his work continues. The only way we can effectively do it is through that ongoing conversion of our own lives. Let's be inspired by this official. He had a lot of humility. He had faith in Jesus' word, in his mere word. And he did not get discouraged when it seemed like he was being dismissed out of hand. That is a tremendous example to inspire us as well. FaithandReason.com Be transformed by the renewal of your mind.